powerful is the Cox Network. So powerful that one day, the internet will let your doctor perform miracles from thousands of miles away. Connecting to remote operating room. Giving a whole new meaning to the term house call. Operation complete. The Cox Network. With gig speeds everywhere. It's internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, bringing us closer. In Cox serviceable areas, speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms apply. Other restrictions may apply. We made USAA insurance to help you save. Take advantage of discounts when you cover your home and your ride. Discover how we're helping members save at USAA.com slash bundle. Restrictions apply. What's going on, everybody? I am Bishop Kevin Foreman, the People's Bishop, and you are listening to this month's edition of the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. And we love people, and you know we love life. Love life, love God, and we love people, and you know we love life. Hey guys, listen, uh, welcome to this month's podcast. It's going to be an amazing discussion. Uh, you know, it is my heart with the Bishop Kevin Leadership Podcast to help leaders go further, faster. That's the heart of the Harvest Leadership Network. And I encourage you to connect with the Harvest Leadership Network if you are not familiar with it. Our goal is to empower leaders to seize regions in order uh, to gather the harvest. That's what it's all about. And you can find out more about the Harvest Leadership Network. All you have to do is text the word leadership to the phone number 55498. You guys know at Harvest, we love to keep things simple. So we have a variety of different text options. So we've evolved and our text system is getting ready to evolve again to better serve you. All right, so you can always go to our website, harvestchurch.church and uh, and uh, click on the Harvest Leadership Network uh, button there. It'll be uh, a great blessing to you. I always want to encourage you to get the Harvest Church mobile app. How do you get it? Get it on our website, harvestchurch.church uh, forward slash HMA for the Harvest mobile app. You can also, at the time of this podcast, text the word Harvest to the phone number 55498 and get our app. There's over a thousand messages that are in our podcast, our YouTube channels, our Facebook, all of the different ways that we make available to get the word to you, to encourage you. Listen, uh, because of the faithful giving of the people of Harvest, our Harvest Leadership Network podcast and all of our messages, all of that is given away 100% to sow into you. So be a blessing to what blesses you. We'll tell you how to do that at the end of today's podcast. All right. And then if you want to set a one-on-one session with me, people that are just getting started in their leadership journey and people who are very um, successful and very accomplished in their leadership journey. One of the things I love about the seat I sit in is I get to speak uh, into the lives of people who are just beginning, they're fledgling in their leadership journey, and then those that have built multi-million dollar uh, companies, multi-billion dollar companies, uh, political leaders, you name it, I have the ability to sit at the seat of influence to speak um, direction and guidance into their lives. Every leader needs a leader. And again, that's why we have the Harvest Leadership Network. Of course, you know the Harvest Leadership Podcast or the Bishop Kevin Foreman Leadership Podcast. Of course, you know it's something that we do. It's open for everybody. But if you'd like to connect with the Leadership Network, at the time of this podcast, it's 100% no cost to do so. You'll be connected with other like-minded leaders. I'll send you periodic updates. So many great resources and benefits that are made available to you. All you have to do is um, connect with us. All right. Listen, if you got a testimony, I want to hear it. Share with us how God is working in your life. I love reading the amazing testimonies that come 
from members of the Harvest Leadership Network. I got to tell you, it is amazing to see the amazing things that's happening. I use amazing a lot, I know, uh, but that's because I'm just listening. I think it's amazing. Life is amazing. You and I have been given the gift of a life and we get to use our lives to change the lives of other people. So it's so very important um, that in that you share your testimony. I love reading about the great things that are happening in the lives of the leaders that are connected to the Harvest Leadership Network So and and those that listen to the podcast. So uh, make sure you share your testimony. You can do that on our website as well as our app. Let's jump into it. Today's leadership talk is called The Messy Side of Leadership. Wow, this is good. The messy side of leadership. Let's pray first. Father, we honor you and bless you. We give you thanks, glory, honor, and praise today. God, moved by your spirit, speak life into this leader. They're a history maker. They're a world changer, a line crosser, a history maker, a boundary breaker. And I thank you, God, for the ability to speak life into them. Every leader needs a leader. I pray they'd be sharpened from this. I pray they'd be stronger from this. I pray they'd be better from this as a result of listening to this podcast. In Jesus' name, everybody say it. Amen. All right, guys, leadership can be messy. I want to start with this scripture, Jeremiah 32 and 27. It says, behold, I am the Lord, the God of all flesh. Is there anything too hard? I want to, I want to parenthetically insert this in here. Is there anything too messy for me? Now, take this out. We all experience, especially in leadership, what we can call a mess. But I need you to hear me. Jesus isn't shocked by it, nor is he surprised by it, nor is he overwhelmed, underprepared, or didn't see it coming. In fact, it is from mess that Jesus works his best miracles. Leaders, hear me. You're going to do your best leading in the midst of a mess. I'm going to say that again. You will do your best leading in the midst of a mess. You got to tweet that to me, Instagram story that to me, post that on my Facebook page, Snapchat that to somebody. Because many times as a leader, you desire for things to be clean. You desire for things to be sterile. You desire for everything to go exactly the way you planned it. And that's not leadership. It doesn't always work that way. A mess is a situation or state of affairs that is confused and or full of difficulties. I'm going to say it again. A mess is a state of affairs that is confused or full of difficulties. And that's exactly what's going on in 10 verses we're about to unpack um, that illustrates how God will take a mess and turn it into a miracle. But understanding that there's a process of leadership that's at work here. Um, I did a message um, some time ago called The Messy Miracle. So we're going to extract some, um, some principles from that, but we're going to look at it from a leadership standpoint. Um, in doing that, um, Jesus um, Jesus is going um, to this place, or this, they're at this place called Lake uh, Genesaret, which means a garden of riches. And while the meaning of their location sounds nice, in Luke 5, the story, the story doesn't start out this way. Because often in life and often in leadership, testimonies are hidden in tests. Opportunity is hidden in opposition and miracles start as messes. And if you're not um, thinking of this um, and don't have this mentality, you will think something's wrong. Listen, you will want to quit. You will want to give up. You will want to stop. You will think you're not called. You'll think you're not supposed to pursue. You'll think you need to stop when really you need to keep going. So it's important to understand this paradigm, all right? In Luke chapter 5, uh, let's look at verse number 1. It says, so, so it was, as the multitude pressed about him to hear the word of God, that he stood by the lake of Genesaret. Now, as the multitude was pressing him, this is important, 
as his leadership responsibility was growing, as more people were coming around him, as more people were looking to him for direction, um, now they're at this lake. And the Bible says, verse 2, and they saw two boats standing by the lake, but the fishermen had gone from them and were washing their nets. All right. Um, verse three. Then he got into one of the boats, which was Simon's, and asked him to pull out a little from the land. And he sat down and taught the multitudes from the boat. There's several things I want to point out here. Is one, as a leader, he took advantage of what was available. He took advantage of what was available. As a leadership, as a leader rather, you have to learn how to take advantage of what's available. Many times we focus on what we do not have instead of focusing on what's available. Often, you'll discover that your limitations will produce your greatest innovations. I'm going to say that again. Your limitations will produce your greatest innovations. If there's anything that we've learned over the last uh, 12 months or so in world history, in the midst of a pandemic, is we have learned how to take advantage of what we had. So there were companies that, um, you know, uh, because for most places, March 2020 began uh, shutdowns and quarantines and things like that. And so this is the February 2021 podcast. So 12 months ago, there are certain things that were at the top that went immediately became less important. Certain things that were uh, you know, preeminent that no longer had that same status. There were companies that were, you know, just trucking along, trucking along that all of a sudden became billion dollar companies overnight because things change. So you have to learn how to take advantage of what's available. All of a sudden, everybody was using their phones and using their laptops and using technology and doing you know, video meetings and, and all of that. As a leader, always learn to take advantage of what's available. Jesus didn't say, oh my God, I got this big crowd and I don't have anywhere to put them. Here's a bad leader. A bad leader will say, well, let's just send the crowd away. No. A bad leader will say, because you're called to the crowd. And if you're called to the crowd, if you send them away, you have now abdicated your responsibility. A bad leader will say, well, I, I, I'm just so overwhelmed. I'm just, no, you're not overwhelmed. You, you, in this moment, you just need to get creative. There's an opportunity here. Listen, leader, wherever you feel overwhelmed, there is opportunity. Jesus just looks and he sees one of the boats and uh, he asks him to put the boat out. Uh, a little from the land. So Jesus gets in the boat, a little from the land, and he's teaching the multitudes from the boat. Here's the second thing. That means he learned how to use his voice in order to accomplish his vision. I'm going to say it again. He learned how to use his voice in order to accomplish, accomplish his vision. One of the things that sometimes happens to you when you are a leader is that you can get so caught up in doing it that you realize your greatest asset is your voice your voice to get other people on board to get it done with you. When you're a leader, you have to use your voice to accomplish your vision. So Jesus, he's got to speak more loudly. He's not up close to them, so he's got to speak loudly because he's, he's in the boat, but he's speaking to a multitude. There are hundreds, maybe even thousands. It just says multitude. We don't know that are there and he's using his voice to speak to them and his voice is accomplishing his vision sometimes as a leader you have to step back and say i'm doing this 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 and this but instead i need to use my voice to get someone else to be a part of this to get someone else to get this done to get the right help that i need in this area to get the right person to assist in this area and that's so very important look at verse uh four when he had stooped down, or excuse me, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Now, remember, um, the fishermen were gone from the boats and they were washing the nets. They were cleaning up. They were done. 
And one of the greatest things um, that you can do in a leader is see the potential of the people around you, is see the potential of the people around you. I want, it, I want you to make this statement about whatever you lead, whether you're in all the seven spheres of society. In case you forgot what they are, let me give it to you one more time. Arts and entertainment, business, family, education, government, media, and spirituality or the church. All right. Um, so in that, you, if you're leading in any of those areas, those are the seven areas of culture, seven areas of society. Sometimes they're referred to as the seven mountains of culture. If you are leading in any of those areas, then guess what? Um, you're going to need people to be a part of what you're doing. One of the greatest things you can do as a leader is find the potential of the people around you. I want you to say this. Everything I need, I have. Come on, say it with me. Everything I need, I have. See, it's a declarative statement. It's an authoritative statement. You, when you speak that way, you're calling those things that you need into uh, into your life, into your organization, into your business, into your ministry, what have you. He um, says, when he had stopped speaking, he said to Simon, launch out to the deep and let down your nets for a catch. But Simon answered and said to him, master, we toiled all night and caught nothing. Nevertheless, at your word, wow, I will let down the net. Fishermen um, realized that you fish at night because the fish would come up during the day. The, it was hot sun was at the surface in the water, so fish wouldn't come up. Um, uh, and so the best time to fish was in the nighttime. Um, so Jesus, he says, um, he says, I want you to go fishing in the daytime, which means it doesn't make sense. Here's the next thing um, you have to recognize as a leader. Recognize that opportunity isn't necessarily, or doesn't necessarily look that way. I'm going to say that again. Opportunity does not necessarily look that way. That's important, guys, to get. Um, because Jesus was basically saying, I want you to go fishing when it doesn't make sense. This is the wrong time to do it. Go do it now. What? What do you mean? What do you mean go fishing during the day? Every good, skilled fisherman knows this is not the right time to go fishing. So listen, but Jesus says it's the right time for you to do it. I want you to hear me. Um, wisdom is good. Uh, research is good. Studying is good. Um, all of those things are amazing. But here's what I need you to know is that you have favor. God favors those that are faithful. And I, I just believe that even if you've not been faithful to God, that you're going to use this podcast, whether on video or audio, to, to be your trigger to get back to your faithfulness. What's faithfulness look like? I teach these things called the five T's and every leader should master these things. One time, that's your church attendance, whether that's online or in the building. Number two, talent, that's serving in church. Even if you're chief executive, at least for Harvest, there's ways for you to serve. Um, you can serve digitally. And there's a variety of ways for you to serve. Even if you travel the country, travel the world, there are ways for you to serve. Use your talent in order to build God's house. Number three, your treasure. That's your tithes, offerings, first fruits, love offering. That's your faithful giving. Uh, fourth, um, your testimony. That's inviting people to church. When you share, guess what? People get saved. Last year at Harvest, just shy of 600 people gave their lives to the Lord. And while that's amazing, we want to see even more than that this year. Your share gets people saved. And then finally, your thirst. That's your prayer 
praise, and worship. As a leader, you should lead the way in prayer, praise, and worship. Now, you should be at a whole nother level when it comes to your praise and your worship. You shouldn't have to wait for people to say, lift your hands. You should go there. You shouldn't have to wait for the praise team to say, come on, clap. You should be clapping. You shouldn't have to wait to say radical praises, get to the front. As a leader, you always lead from the front. And I don't care, even if you're cerebral or more uh, pedagogical in your receptivity of the word, and receptivity of spirit, receptivity of spiritual things. You still want to make sure that you lead the way in those five T's. So check this out. Um, when you're faithful to that, you're going to flourish. It's just that simple. When you're faithful, you flourish. Say it with me, everybody. When I'm faithful, I flourish. Point blank, bottom line, on period. That's the way that it works. So Jesus says, "I know it doesn't make sense, but I just need you to follow the instruction." Here's the next point I want you to see. Great leaders are great followers. Great leaders are great followers. It doesn't matter what you're over, what are you under? It doesn't matter who tell who you tell what to do, who tells you what to do. This is a principle of leadership that is a lost art in today's culture because we live in a culture where many people want to be the, the head, not realizing to be in authority, you also have to be under authority. To call the shots, you have to also allow for the shots to be called to and for you. And so this is an important principle to understand. It's an important principle to realize. It's an important principle to walk in, okay? Um, he says, nevertheless, at your word, this is verse 5, I will let it down. He said, it doesn't make sense to me, but I'm going to follow my leader's instruction because I'm a leader. Peter has a fishing business. This is his, listen, this is his business. Listen, and his spiritual leader is giving him business counsel. Come on. Because sometimes people separate the two. It's like, I need a business mentor and a spiritual mentor. And that's the beauty of what God, I think, if you look at my story, God has given me experience in a variety and a plethora of backgrounds in the business world, the political world, um, the church world, etc. Speaking, influencing influences. That's what I'm part of what I'm called to do. And I realized that's because here Peter is a fisherman. Jesus is not a fisherman, but Jesus is his spiritual leader. And as his spiritual leader, Jesus tells him, let's go fishing. It doesn't make good business sense, but because he's a good follower, he follows. And I want to encourage all of my business leaders to realize that your edge, what's going to give you the advantage over someone else is going to be that you've got an inside spiritual trap. You, you've got a spiritual leader that speaks life into you. And whether or not I'm your pastor or not, whether or not you're part of the leadership network or not, I pray you have someone. If it's not me, I pray you have someone. And for those of you who it is me, let me say to you that it's so important that you realize that's your edge. That's your advantage is that you have got spiritual leadership that can give you instruction that may not make sense to you naturally from a business standpoint. But when you follow the instructions, you're going to see favor. Just write, just, just type that. When I follow instructions, I'll see favor. Type that and say that. If you listen to the audio, you can't type it. When I follow instructions, I'll see favor. Look at verse six. And when they had done this, they caught a great number of fish and their net was breaking. Wow. And when they had done this, here's the next piece. Follow ship is shown and follow through. Follow ship is shown and follow through. It is not enough to just say I have leadership. It's important that you follow through on that leadership. And let me just say this. Leaders, you will reap what you sow. So to the degree that you follow, that's the degree you will be followed. That's Bible. You will reap what you sow. To the degree that you follow, that's the degree you will be followed. What I love is listening to reading, listening to biographies of uh, people that we look over in history and say, wow, isn't it amazing what this person did? Isn't it amazing what that person did? Isn't it amazing what this person did? And what's amazing to me about that 
is what happens when you see um, the transformation that goes on in their lives because they they have leaders that are giving them instructions and those instructions are literally changing the trajectory of their life and what they lead all right um then it was breaking in other words it was so much it was so much it got messy all right so they signaled their partners to the uh, in the other boat to come and help them and they filled uh came and they filled the boat so that they began to sink so take this next lesson out he has to call over some of his partners as a leader i want to ask you this question who are your partners in leadership who are those that are that are that are at your level that are your partners in leadership things will get messy and sometimes you're going to need help and sometimes that help is going to come from the voice above you your leadership and you got to be a good follower sometimes that help is going to come from those that are your equal some that some that you can speak to that are your counterparts that you can run something by and say tell me how you you know how you handle this or i handle it like this who are your partners in leadership? Ask yourself that question. You don't need many, but you do need some. Um, they brought over their boats and they began to fill them up with fish. So many fish, the boats began to sink. It's messy, but listen, it's messy in a good way. The boats are sinking. So just imagine, they're, they're, they're in the sea, or the Lake Genesaret, and uh, it, at a weird time, they're catching fish. At an inopportune time, they're catching fish, which is why every leader, I need you to say this, I will prosper in the midst of a pandemic. Come on, y'all. I will prosper in the midst of a pandemic. While it did not make sense for them to do well, they were doing well. And in this time where the world is in a pandemic, I need to speak to you as a leader and show you that at a time it's not supposed to be happening and going well for them, it is. They are catching fish in the middle of the day when you shouldn't be able to catch a lot of fish. And they catch so many fish, hear me, that their nets break and their boats begin to sink. This is messy. It's messy. But guess what? It's the mess of success. Come on, leader. It's the mess of success. And that's where um, many times you can get overwhelmed and frustrated. And if you look at the history of companies, organizations, churches, businesses, what have you, when they began to have success, they don't anticipate the mess that comes with success. Because you were fishing all night and caught nothing. Now you've caught so much where you can't keep up with it. You cannot keep up with it. And remember, let me remind you, a mess is a situation or state of affairs that is confused and or full of difficulties. And that's what's going on. There's so much confusion. Hey, come over here. You help me. Hey, you do this. Hey, you get this. Oh, my God. The net's breaking. Oh, my God. There's so much going on that the, the, that the boat, the boat, the, the boats are singing. There's so much going on, but this is the mess of success. And I need every leader to prepare for that. When things start going well, there will be mess. And it's the mess of success. This is the messy side of leadership. Okay. So now you have more staffers. That means more paperwork. That means more attitudes. That means that means more payroll taxes. That means, you see, so it's it's success, but there's mess that comes with that. There's more stuff that comes with that. They're finally catching fish. They're in the fishing business. So this is a good day for them, but it's messy. It's messy. I want you to listen. Verse eight. So when Simon Peter saw it, he fell down at Jesus' knees saying, depart from me. I'm a sinful man, O Lord. Um, for he and all who were with him were astonished at the catch of fish, which they had taken. And so also were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, who were partners with Simon. So now we know 
um, the, his, the partners there. And these guys are given this name called the Sons of Thunder, right? Um, and Jesus said to Simon, do not be afraid. From now on, you will catch men. I want you to see what happened. When it got messy, Peter began to pray, God, leave. What? What? The success he experienced, he didn't expect to experience. Check this out. He was so used to things not going well that when things started to go well, he was like, something must be wrong. And that's part of the messy side of leadership. Sometimes when things begin to go right, you can be like, whoa, what's happening? And I want to say this to you. Get ready for the messy side of leadership. When you begin to have success, you will deal with mess. The bigger you get, the more people who are going to comment on what you do. That's criticism. People are going to have negative things to say. People are going to talk about you. People may do online posts about you. People may do social media posts about you. It may not be true. That's the mess of success. That's the messy side of leadership. Um, the bigger uh, 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 and more uh, visual, um, stumbled on my words here, the more uh, visual that you are and the more visual that you become, guess what? That means you're going to attract some people that have ul ulterior motives that are going to come into your life. That doesn't mean you stop. That's the messy side of success. And guess what? I want to pray for you that you handle it and handle it well. Father, I thank you for this amazing leader. I pray, Lord, that they would be able to deal with the messy side of leadership and that they would succeed, that they would do well. I come against God, everything that's coming against them, and we shut it down now in Jesus' name and pray that they would rise up and deal with the mess that comes with success. As they continue to move forward, there will be mess to deal with, and I pray that their grace to deal with it. It's supposed to happen because you desire, for, you said above all things that we prosper. Prosper, God, is shalom, nothing missing, nothing broken, nothing lacking. All is well. It's bigger than money. It's bigger than cash, cars, and clothes. It simply means, God, that we are walking in alignment with what you've ordained for our lives. And for that, we say thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Guys, I pray this was a blessing to you. Do me a favor. Share this with somebody. Uh, if you're listening to this on the audio podcast, share it. Leave a five-star review. Let us know that this is blessing you. We continue to bring things like this to you uh, and no cost because of your faithful giving. Your faithful giving is how we do uh, what we do. So I want to encourage you. If this bless you, be a blessing to it. How can you sow? You can use the cash app, Harvest Church Give or the Bishop Foreman with the number one. Harvesters give or Bishop Foreman with the number one. You can send a check or money order to P.O. Box 441004, Aurora, Colorado, 844. You can go to our website and give, harvestchurch.church forward slash give. You can also click the give button in our app. Uh, you can use PayPal, Venmo, Zelle, Givelify. Um, the email for that is hello at harvestchurch.church. I say it like that so you'll remember it. Hello at Church. That church, and then for those of you connected, you can also use text to give. You can text the amount. Let's say you want to give a thousand dollars. You text thousand to the phone number eight four three two one. You're going to put in the zip code eight hundred twelve, and then select Harvest Church. When you see that V, you'll know that's where you are supposed to be. I want to also point out. You'll see that uh, Harvest and I were going through a whole branding change, so we're switching. We've been orange and teal for years and we're switching over to this new color palette matter of fact look on the screen it's the new color palette right there it's the new color palette right there uh, that we're switching over to so you'll begin to see things have that lime green and pink and yellow some other colors so when you begin to see that know that you are connected to the right place so we're in that transition as a leader you that's part of the mess of success there's certain things that are done certain things that are not done uh, that's just the part of doing well i love you guys i pray you have an amazing day share this with somebody leave a five-star review and go so 
bless what blesses you. Much love. Yeah, we love God and we love people. And you know we love life. Love life. Love God and we love people. And you know we love life. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.